the Creep End. I am your host, Brittany, and this is my co-host and sister, Kaylin. Hello. Uh, so yeah, we are back after a, a, a very long time. Probably like three weeks of not recording. As you all have noticed, we took two weeks off, and that's because I was ill with not COVID. Thank you not covid I had a fat fucking migraine for a week and then after that i had weird chest congestion and i just couldn't bring myself to do shit so i saved do you really think they missed us that much no okay <laughs> kyle didn't even text us and no, be like no. what, where are you guys at yeah no <laughs> he didn't even care but yeah so we He's are like, good stop recording <laughs> right, fuck. so we're back whether you like it or not um and i was in disneyland by the way for the other week yeah, shut up. <laughs> um, it was really fun. Yeah, I bet it was. I bet. I highly recommend. 10 out of 10 recommend. <laughs> I just have a few, like, I don't know, announcements, I guess. Um, so, we discussed it in our last episode, but like I said, or like we said then, we're going to change up our routine here. So, from this is our last episode of a theme after this we're getting all crazy and we're coming to the table not knowing what each other's oh, doing should, the first one that i did is like <laughs> i shouldn't have done it i should have done something better but it was also sorry, six right? o'clock this morning when i was trying to do notes so <laughs> you know it, it is what it is I'm trying to hurry up before i had to get the kids awake for school <laughs> but yeah now it's just easier we can just pick whatever we want and be more like a surprise to each other and then yeah not do themes anymore because it's just getting too hard to do themes and some things only have one story or some things don't really fit a theme Mm -hmm. so yeah we're over it we're done we're moving on yeah and my next announcement is i know i used to drop all the episodes on mondays but i think i'm gonna have to swap that to probably tuesdays or wednesdays (laughs) Or Thursdays, who knows? No, it's, I've been dropping them on Wednesdays, so I feel like I should just say Wednesday, because I work Sundays now, and I work all day, so it's, Mm -hmm. like, really hard for me to come home, Mm -hmm. be mom, do stuff, and then want to sit here and edit so that it'll drop the next morning. Yeah. So, I'm just gonna say Wednesdays from now on, because I- if you get it on a Tuesday, hey! Yeah, lucky you. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I just can't promise Mondays anymore. I work the whole weekends, but I'm now off during the days, during the week. So, now I have the time to edit on- So, I'll probably edit on Mondays now (laughs) instead of dropping the the episode. So, yeah, that'll be- that'll be another change, and that's just because this is my life now, so- um all right well any uh creepy spooky happenings since we left off um my whole life is a spook but you know i'm just kidding nothing (laughs) um no there was something that happened fuck it was only like a few weeks or like last week or something and I almost texted you it just so I could remember to tell it the I next know, time. we need to start to, like when I the next time we recorded and then you canceled on me that day. Oh yeah. So I I forgot. Oh, well. oh that's what it was. Oh, something happened. Okay. There we go. 
I knew if I talked myself through it, I could remember. <laughs> so I'm sitting on the floor and I'm folding clothes in the living room, right? And you know how if you sit in the corner of my couch, you can see straight into the hallway in the kid's bedroom? Yeah. So I'm sitting in that corner, like on the floor, folding the laundry. And dude, something white passed right through the kid's room. Like, it looked like Rowan wearing, like, a white shirt or something, you know, Ooh. just kind of, like, ran in and out. Hell no, my kids Ugh. weren't, like, they Ooh. were in my room, and I, like, go in there like a dummy, and I fucking yeah. <laughs> go to check everything out, you know, gotta make sure everything's okay, but, yeah, no, it was, it was quite strange. Mm. No, it was just, like, a, like, a gust of white, like, not, like, smoke, but, like, a sheet, like, a Ugh. legit, like fucking like a lady in a white dress or something ew that's that's the best i can compare it to Ugh. no thank you um that's disgusting yeah <laughs> i haven't been really in the kids room since yeah fuck that but, but yeah. you guys sleep in there bye yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> um i i know some shits happened Our, the garage door keeps locking itself that's been our main mm-hmm. thing right now I know I've been um, locked out of there a few times. Yeah, it's just been happening almost on almost on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But other than that, that's kind of all that's been happening around here. And I haven't really stayed late at work lately for anything weird to happen to me there, so that's been nice. No. Um I feel like I went from working all the time to like not really. So, it's like complete opposite ends. <laughs> Um, but yeah, honestly, but I also, like I said, I did not feel well for a while, so I was not even, I was lucky to even just exist, Mm -hmm. (laughs) let alone pay attention to shit happening. (laughs) Basically, it was like, take, I took, like, I don't have migraine medication, so I would take, like... (laughs) I have that shit right on my hands. (laughs) So I would just take, like, an ibuprofen or... Mm -hmm. And I think that's why... I think it was more like sinus shit because, like, the Tylenol wasn't working, but the ibuprofen would. Yeah. And then I would just down a Red Bull, and then my head would feel better because the caffeine helps. Oh, my God. I don't think that's healthy, but it helps. migraine medicine is, is like, ansetidemetaphine, whatever is in Thailand. Acetaminophen? Yes, that thing, and caffeine. And caffeine, yeah. That's really all it is. I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to take ibuprofen and (laughs) shoot a Red Bull Bull and call it a day. And it it helped a little bit, but then the next week I didn't feel good either. (laughs) Yeah. Um... All right. Well, I uh, maybe we should uh, have nasal spray too for my migraines. Yeah. I got all the fun fucking what? things for my migraines. Mm. I'll complain about the doctor somewhere else because I don't need to complain about it on our podcast. We all know how fucking shitty healthcare is. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's dive in, shall um, we? Before we tangent off on that note. into the end of the world. <laughs> So, for our very last themed episode, we are doing... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> haunted houses. I wrote haunted hooses. Haunted hooses? <laughs> haunted houses. Haunted Like, you have an accent or something? <laughs> Alright, well... Oh, and it's episode, I think, 41. It is, yeah. 41. Not to be confused with some 41. No. <laughs> What was his nickname? 
don't know. I don't know. We talked about it in the whole... We were talking about Avril Lavigne, and we were talking about oh, that, God, and we, yeah. started, oh, God. We, we went on a weird Canadian tangent at the I'll end of one of our episodes. <laughs> I'll have to Google it again. Oh, God. Anyways, keep going. All right, so, um, for our last themed episode, I, we're, we, I, yeah. me, mm-hmm. I decided to go out with a, with a bang here, and I chose to talk about the Winchester Mystery House, which... We have visited. So I figured, why not? A very long time ago, and in a galaxy far fucking away. It was in 2018. It was like 2017. No, it was 18. My children were still small. It was my birthday. Because that was the only year I did not go to Disneyland because my car fucking needed everything worked on. Um... But yeah, so yeah, we visited back in 2018. We did the tour. Well, we tri- <laughs> we tried to go. What was that Friday night or Saturday night? And, and then we got Friday stuck night. in a freaking like. So if you don't know where the Winchester Mystery House is, it's in San Jose, California, which is considered like the central, which is south the South Bay area, which is also like part of Techland. So the fucking traffic is already absolutely absurd but there was also a fat accident so we got Mm -hmm. stuck not only in regular ass traffic but there was like i mean that was like a it was a couple cars it was like six cars or something on the side so we made it a fucking big brig or something i I don't know it was big whatever it was was a big accident so we we called the winchester and they're like just try to get here as fast as you can because like we can catch you up with the tour guide or whatever um we ended up getting there at what it was only like it was like 10 minutes behind. 20 minutes no we were about 20 minutes late and they were like oh no sorry we can't send you in there and we're like motherfucker we drove all the way fucking down there <laughs> yeah so pissed but they were super nice and they honored our tickets for the next day so we just decided to go the next morning bright and fucking early we got there at like what like nine. Oh god yeah because our tour was at like nine thirty or 10 oh my god but yeah so um so yeah we went in we did the tour um i would say the only uh, the, the only weird thing that happened while we were there is um they took they take you into like where sh- the uh carriages used to come in the horse-drawn carriages mm-hmm. And it's, like, kind of, like, that two-story, like, not a barn type thing, but it was, like, a garage, sort of, for the carriages. It was, like, a barn. Kind of. Yeah. And so we were, you come in on the bottom floor, and they have some stuff set up for you to look at, and then you go up the stairs to the second floor of this, like, carriage storage place or whatever. And it got colder, like, going up in that building. Yeah. It got, it was, like, freezing on that second floor which typically heat rises mm-hmm. so that was like i just remember that like we went up there and we're like holy fuck it's cold as shit right here yeah so either we just hit a weird air draft or like some spookies some spooky shit was up there um but other than that i don't really remember i don't feel like anything super creepy i mean the tour keeps you pretty preoccupied yeah the tour guides do a very good job at what uh, 
their job. And we had a dope ass tour guide, and I yeah. obviously do not remember her name, but she actually focused a lot more on the history versus the actual hauntings because mm-hmm. you know the hauntings, like for yeah. the most part, you know the story behind it for the most part. Yeah. So she was like, I'm not gonna focus on that, but I'm gonna focus on the actual history and the and you mm-hmm. know the history of Sarah. So that was pretty cool. My favorite part was the bedroom. Oh, her room. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty fancy. I liked the uh, the the bathroom with all the thirteens in it and the spiderweb windows. Mm-hmm. Um, did that one have a gold plated toilet too? No. no, but she did have like one of the first running toilets in Some, the area. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was kind of the only spooky thing that happened to us then when we went. But um, I did go. We tried to do a tour back when I was in high school and it was like a Friday the 13th tour or some shit. It was a night tour and I don't remember what happened, but we ended up not being able to go, but they were like, Oh, you can stay in like Romer on the grounds. So we did that. And I took hella pictures thinking, Oh, I'll see something. Mm-hmm. Hella orbs, mm-hmm. hella orbs all over the place. Cause it was nighttime. Yeah. And just, I mean, everywhere like weird ass like some you can tell is probably dust or something mm-hmm. but like some were like yeah just like bleh, you know um so yeah that that happened back then but that's that's about all i've experienced personally there all right so obviously you know me you get a nice history lesson but on all the weirdness is sort of intertwined in the history so there's kind of no way around it so from 1886 to 1922, construction never ceased on the Winchester Mystery House, which originally was an eight-room farmhouse and ended up growing into the sprawling, crazy mansion that it is today. Um, some fun facts about the house is that it is 24,000 square feet. It has 10,000 windows, 2,000 doors, 161 rooms a lot of people will say 160 but they actually found one more room in 2016 they were doing some re i think 20 2014 or 2016 they were doing some uh refurbishing and one of the workers just popped something like mm-hmm. open and there was like a secret door and a whole other room that nobody had ever seen before Holy shit. so it's very recent that they found that uh, 52 skylights, 47 stairways and fireplaces, 17 chimneys, 13 bathrooms, 6 kitchens, and at the time it was built for the low, low cost of $5 million um, in 1923 money, which makes it about $71 million today. I feel like that's not really that big of a jump, though. I mean, it is, but... I feel like when you get into the mil- the millions, money just doesn't fucking Money matter. just isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> it just isn't real at that number for us. Because we broke. <laughs> like, I got super excited about the amount I'm about to have in my... my I was going to say my piggy bank tomorrow. Dude, I know. I get a hundred bucks. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> exactly. I'm rich and it's gone on, like, half a grocery run. Yeah. So, on September 30th, 1862, Sarah married um, William Winchester, who was the heir to the Winchester Repeating Arms Company, which, if you don't know what a Winchester is, it's a, um, it's a gun, and, okay. well, 
I don't know, some people don't realize that. Yeah. And it's kind of important to the story. No, I mean, I... I'm... History, you guys. Like, we did the tour and Justin had no idea that... <laughs> oh, like, it was named after the Winchester um... repeating rifle. Like, he didn't realize that they were synonymous. Gotcha. Um... Their only child, um, Annie Winchester, was born on July 12th of 1866. However, unfortunately, she passed away about six weeks after she was born from Marasmus. I don't know what that is. All right, I'll Google it. You keep going. Um, In 1880, uh, Oliver Winchester, who was William Winchester's dad, passed away and left the... Um, Jesus Christ, sorry. And left the Winchester Repeating Arms Company to his oh. only son, William, who was already seriously ill hmm. with his own disease as well. Three months after Oliver's death, uh, William Winchester also died of tuberculosis at the age of 43. So then Sarah Winchester inherited William's fortune, which was about $20 million, plus about 50% of the Winchester Repeating Arms stock. So she just overnight became a fucking millionaire. She's lucky. No, I'm just kidding. <sighs> so, just, uh, sorry, I, I got Marasmus. You had I, it? No, no, oh. I looked it up. No, <laughs> I got Marasmus. <laughs> what the fuck? So it's kind of sad. Oh. When you listen to what the main causes are and what it is. So it is a severe undernourishment causing an infant's or a child's weight to be significantly low for their age. But it's caused from nutrient deficiency and is the main cause or and it occurs in children that don't get enough protein, calories, carbs and others and it's usually due to poverty and scarcity of food hmm. so either she had an underlying disorder that she couldn't like yeah. absorb it yeah or nobody was feeding her yikes i'm um, gonna go with the other one where she well a... i know i don't know about back then but i know sometimes with nursing people don't yeah some people don't realize like the signs you need to know yeah. that your child's not getting enough milk or whatever but yeah well that's sad um so overcome with grief after her husband's death folklore says that sarah sought out a spiritualist who was able to communicate with the dead um while she so she ends up doing a seance with this medium and was presumably looking for some kind of closure from her husband and her daughter but instead was given a warning Through the medium, William spoke to Sarah and said that their tragedies were a result of the blood money that the family made off of the Winchester rifles. And he warned that the vengeful ghosts would seek her out. And in order to protect herself, he said that Sarah must build a home for herself and for the spirits who have fallen from the rifles. So Sarah was advised to leave their home in New Haven, Connecticut and move west where she would build a grand home for spirit for the spirits um however the catch was that construction of the house could never stop and supposedly the medium said if you continue building 
excuse me. The medium said, if you continue building, you will live, but if you ever stop, you will die. So in 1885, Sarah Winchester moved to California, and then in 1886, she purchased the two-story farmhouse near San Jose, California, and um, she named it the Yanada Villa, and um, obviously today it's known as the Winchester Mystery House, but Mm-hmm. She didn't name it that. Obviously. Oh man! <laughs> and uh, she immediately begins remodeling. So she instructs workers to build crazy shit like trap doors, secret passages. There's a room with a skylight in the floor. You remember that room? Mm-hmm. Super. F- oh god! I was like, Mm-mm. thank God there was a railing. <laughs> and the fucking doors to nowhere, dude. Yeah. Um, that was or the door that just makes you walk off the cliff or whatever oh the yeah the door on the second story that just opens out to yeah opens out to the drop courtyard yeah Yeah. (laughs) um uh yeah there's the spider web windows um staircases that lead to nowhere staircases that lead to the ceiling you open a door and there's like a little mini staircase she has those uh like the most famous quote-unquote stairs in there is the switchback stairs Mm -hmm. which were hella tiny because she was really short but also had arthritis yeah and so she that was like that little like rampy Mm -hmm. thing and you have to go back and forth like a million fucking times to get up to the second floor but that was like the easiest most comfortable way for her to get up there oh yeah because they didn't have the little like up and down thing the, yeah, the little, the little uh, old people yeah. elevator. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are also doors that open to walls. There's the door on the second floor that opens out to a drop. And um, Sarah was also obsessed with the number 13. So the house has many 13 paned windows, 13 paneled ceilings. 13 step stairways um her will had 13 parts to it and she signed it 13 times and um my favorite was the (laughs) which sounds weird uh the 13th bathroom was the one that contained the 13 windows and i'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure it had the spider web windows in there Mm. was that the bathroom or the seance room wait i might be wrong i might be the seance room that had the spider web windows um and then, yeah, the seance room um, was, she had built a seance room, which only had one entrance in, but three exits out. But once you chose an exit, like, the door would shut, but you couldn't get back in. There's no handle mm-hmm. on the outside, so you could only get in through that one way. And then one of the exits out is through the closet. <laughs> like, <laughs> super crazy. Basically. <laughs> Um, Mr. Tumnus. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other, like, crazy shit was in there. Oh, like in the kitchen? Um, <laughs> like the, the, the sliding thing that <laughs> opened, like, into a hallway or whatever. And it's supposed to be, like, where the servants would yeah. grab food. But it's, like, in a hallway. Mm-hmm. But she had six kitchens, so they're all crazy. And then uh, she had a green... There's, like, a... Not a there's, like, a green room? Like, a... Ter- not a terrarium. That's, like, a planter. What are those things called? Greenhouse room? Yes, it's a greenhouse yeah. or an atrium. Atrium. Okay, there we go. Anyways, it was like a room made of glass where she had all of her plants. 
and uh and then the, the way that um it was built was like she could water all her plants but like the drainage all went so it was like built at a tilt so that the drain the water would drain out of the out of the terrarium jesus christ the atrium yeah um and i'm surprised i'm even remembering this much right now. i have no idea what you're talking about i'm just nodding my head because i'm like yeah sure we're we're gonna go with it (laughs) just (laughs) people who haven't been there will never know (laughs) yeah right um so some say that the labyrinth of halls doors and staircases was meant to confuse the ghosts and allow sarah to find some peace amid the constant building and in you know supposedly to find some peace in being afraid of dying or Mm -hmm. dying at the hands of these spirits and shit um others said that you know through her many seances that she held she basically held a seance almost every evening Mm -hmm. so they said every morning she'd meet with her builder and every evening she'd hold another seance um so through her many seances uh people say that the building plans were given to her from the spirits every night essentially and that the oddities were their demands like build a staircase into the wall yeah that's what we want today there were there has never ever been a building plan found there's no blueprints there's no building plans she would sketch stuff out but like while she's sitting there with her builder Mm. so it wasn't ever like this is what we're gonna do and here's our five-year plan or here's Mm. our 10-year plan this is what we're gonna build Mm -hmm. it was literally on a daily basis she'd meet with the builder and tell them what she wanted that day um so basically all of the reasoning behind the rooms behind the staircases Mm -hmm. behind the chaos all died with sarah um so in 1906 uh california had the you know great san francisco earthquake um and it damaged the mansion and damaged the seven-story tower and then most of the fourth floor and it actually trapped sarah in a room for god how long was she she was in there for like a whole day or something they couldn't get to her they had to break down I think they had to break down one of the walls to get her out. And then um, she ended up closing up that part of the house. So that part of the house was not... um, You couldn't tour it for a long time Mm because she had shut it off. And then she stopped using the front door or whatever because of the damages that had happened in that earthquake. Um, And then you can now tour parts. They've refurbished and made it to where you can... Yeah, you can walk through and... uh, they play like a um they played a audio mm-hmm. of what it would have sounded like to be in the house during that fucking earthquake and it was literally like it was terrifying it sounded like you were like inside of a thundercloud and then like glass breaking and just wood cracking it's super crazy and then you can see um where back then um they had tried to like nail shit back together there's like all sorts of fucking nails like all in the wall in like one of these rooms they take you through but it was it was kind of interesting to see that they just tried to like patch it up it's like i don't know it was just cool to see it's kind of just stuck stuck in time there 
So on September 5th, 1922, Sarah Winchester passed away at Yanata Villa and um, 36 years of constant construction ceased at the news of Sarah's death. Um, there are nails that are like only half hammered into the walls. There's boards that weren't finished being put wherever they needed to be. Some people think also like that's why some of the stuff is weird and because of like the refurbishments mm-hmm. over yeah the many years is that some of the stuff is weird because that's just where construction stopped. Mm-hmm. And so when people were refurbishing for tours, they had to like yeah. finish some shit or patch shit up. So that's why some of the stuff is also like wonky. Um so some people think that obviously workers just quit and like literally mid working after they heard that she passed away because they were tired of working, or, mm-hmm. you know, tired of the weirdness. But um, do you think that she told them what the medium told her about the continuous building yeah. and like why? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah. Okay. Well, if she had a seance every night and then told her builder what she wanted every morning. I'm pretty sure she could have kept that that part to herself. I mean, maybe, but it's obviously very well documented. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I guess, you know, stop. I mean, Sarah was pretty reclusive in the house, although she had a ton of staff Mm -hmm. and builders there all the time, but she didn't really like go out a lot so i mean i don't know i don't know how her yeah i don't know if she had like a confidant her niece did live with her for about 15 years and her nieces who inherited inherited a bunch of her shit after she passed away and then ended up selling everything um yeah Hmm. and the only piece that they could get back was the bathtub So none of the furniture in the Winchesters, the original furniture, except for the claw-footed bathtub, was was the only piece they were able to find. (laughs) I want one of those. What a beautiful bathtub. But yeah, anyways, so, um, yeah, so the, a lot of people think the workers just stopped, like, abruptly because they were like, fuck this shit. (laughs) But, uh, realistically, they actually stopped abruptly to mourn her. She was actually extremely well respected by all of her builders and all of her house staff. Um, she was actually this was the coolest part of the tour, and I had never ever heard this anywhere else. Um, Sarah was known to treat her employees extremely well. She paid her carpenters three times the going rate for their work. All house staff had adequate accommodations. Um, she had rooms for single. Mm-hmm. Uh, staff and she also had room for staff with families so if somebody was inquiring about a job there and they had a whole family she said bring them all and move on in so they could live there mm-hmm. while working with their family Yeah, and she paid oh, everybody not just the carpenters she also paid all of her house staff well over the going wage at the time and um, she was also known to pay everybody equally so she paid men and women equally but she also paid people she hired Mm -hmm. people of different ethnicities which was like fucking unheard of at the time you Mm -hmm. didn't just hire black and brown people all Mm willy-nilly um as your house staff maybe as your builders but she hired everybody 
equally. They wanted a job. She could give them a job. She'd give them the Mm -hmm. job. It didn't matter. And she paid everyone the same rates, but over the going wage at Mm -hmm. the time. So she was like extremely respected by everybody who worked for her, but also seen as like, oh, oh, she's doing too much over there by, you Mm. know, the community. But you know what? That's fucking dope. Yeah. And that to me made it even cooler to learn that about her um she also had a fuck ton of money so why not you know it's like i don't know she was obviously a very generous person um definitely born at the wrong time (laughs) (laughs) yeah we should have been born when a hundred dollars was like having a million (laughs) even then we'd only have like five pennies to our name We'd be like dressed in like those like blankets as ponchos. (laughs) I was thinking of like twelve year old Titanic boys, but you know, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) flooded pants. (laughs) Oh my god! So on December fifteenth of nineteen twenty-two, Yanata Villa was auctioned off, and it's a. property was basically divided and sold um in april of 1923 john and mamie brown leased yanata villa and its remaining grounds and moved their family onto the estate they wanted to create like a theme park um featuring what they called the Backity Back Railway, which was one of the earliest known wooden roller coaster designs. And Backity Back. And John had actually like built the same thing at an amusement park in Canada, but due to local restrictions and a lot of like really overwhelming public interest in the house, um they decided to just open up the house to the public rather than building a roller coaster. <laughs> like, um, here, walk through this house and go to the roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> the roller coaster take you through that well, house. Well, I'm, I'm not sure if that means they were going to demolish the house or demolish part of the grounds mm-hmm. or just keep the house for themselves and have a roller coaster on the property. I don't know exactly what that means. Um, <laughs> just imagining the stairs that lead to the, the door that leads to nowhere. You just jump out. You just open the door and there's a fucking roller coaster. I want to know how many people fell out of that door before they like blocked it off. Because <laughs> you can't walk to that no, door. There's It's no. roped off. You can't even go through the room that leads to that door. Oh man, I'm sorry. Um, I think I'm but, funny sometimes. I also forgot to mention that basically, like, the day Sarah died, people were trying to come in and tour the house. That's So gross. people had been bugging to get into this house and look at it because it, sh- it was rumor. She didn't really let people in yeah. for fun. Like, it's not like she had, like, grand parties and people were just lost in her house. But, like, <laughs> you know, because she's pretty... Re- she had pre- so <laughs> well, she was, like, door. pretty reclusive, you know, so... Oh, man. It's not like she had a ton of people over, so yeah. people were, like fiending to know what was inside because she never really let anyone in except the people who worked there so basically from the moment she died people were like she knew how to live trying to she knew how to fucking live get these fake motherfuckers away from me um but yeah so 
uh, eventually the Browns open the house um, for tours, and uh, Mamie Brown is the very first tour guide. Uh, By the 1930s, the house was officially marketed as the Winchester Mystery House, um, and people could come to the gardens and, like, picnic and shit, so the gardens were kind of, like, always open as a park. Um, A number... Oh, there we go. All right, and now on to, like, the residual spooky hauntings. Um, a number of employees and visitors claim to see a worker named Clyde. He is a mustached man, sometimes seen pushing a wheel wheelbarrow in a the basement. A wheelbarrow? A wheelbarrow? A wheelbarrow? Sometimes seen pushing a wheelbarrow in the basement or trying to repair the fireplace in the ballroom. Uh, people will come up to staff and be like, hey, it's so cool that you guys have an actor in the ballroom dressed in Victorian mm-hmm. garb. And they're like, no, we don't hire actors. <laughs> so a lot of this, a lot of staff mm-hmm. get get that from guests. Like, oh, that's so cool. You have like people walking around that mm-hmm. look like Victorian workers. And no, 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 we don't. Um then a lot of people get um tapped on the shoulders uh their shirts tugged Mm-mm. their clothing tugged nope touched nope <laughs> <laughs> touched um <laughs> definitely not um one of the somebody that used to work there um went into the water tower one time and heard footsteps above him so he was like all right i'm gonna go up obviously somebody's trespassed i need to go Mm -hmm. get them out of here so he's going up up the structure but the footsteps are always ahead of him so he's like chasing these footsteps like okay like this motherfucker's running away from me he gets all the way to the top Mm -hmm. onto the roof and there's nobody there so he heard footsteps going all the way up to the rooftop gets there and there's no one out there Mm mm-hmm um, this is his own footsteps. <laughs> it's just echoing. <laughs> the um, one of the most commonly reported occurrences is that of a shadowy, human-shaped figure that just pops up, says, "What's up?" Really, um, he's like, "Hey, it's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> How you doing?" Uh, so yeah, lots of shadow figures, shadowy shapes that resemble people. Any crab crawling? Ew, hell no! Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, they're reported, um, shadow figures are reported, like, roaming around corners, down the long hallways, popping up in windows. Um, on the Winchester website, there's actually a photo nope. that supposedly has a shadow there's figure not. in the second story window. <laughs> You're lying. Just um, kidding. <laughs> so, yeah, lots of shadow people. Um, I guess there's a lot of activity as well in the, uh, in the, um, I want to call it servants' quarters, but where the mm-hmm. wor- where the workers or where the um house staff lived the living spaces yeah so apparently that's where like the bulk of the activity takes place which is kind of surprising cuz you'd think she had a séance room that that would be like the creepiest room but even on the tour i don't nobody said anything ever really happens in there which yeah. is interesting it could have been just her room though maybe and like people know. just kind of came and went like didn't like really seance with her or anything well she i think yeah i think it was just her most of the time so um 
a man that was working on one of the many restoration projects, um, it was kind of a while ago, uh, he started his day early in a section that has several of the fireplaces in it, and they call it the Hall of Fires. Um, so he's basically in there by himself and working, and it's before the tours have started. So he's working up on a ladder, and he feels somebody um, tap him on the shoulder. So, or tap him on the back. So he turns around to see, he's assuming it's like another worker, mm-hmm. turns around to look and be like, what, what do you want? And nobody's there, of mm. course. So he's like, okay, I must have just imagined that or yeah. my shirt, you know, whatever. Yeah, my, so he's my like, tools okay, hit me the wrong way. I'm imagining things. So he goes back to work and then he's shortly after, um, experienced what he says felt like somebody pushing on his back so weight being pushed into his back and one of the most recently um what is the, i can't think of english a recent story was from a tour guide <laughs> named samantha who was leading a tour into the daisy bedroom which was actually where sarah winchester was trapped during the earthquake um, and she was about to begin, you know, mm-hmm. her discussion about the room when she heard like a really clear, like sigh come from the hallway outside the bedroom door. So she's thinking, oh, one of the tour, tour guests mm-hmm. has wandered off. Yeah. So, and they don't like you wandering off in there. No. So she goes to like call the person into the room, but there's nobody out there. So she's, like, looking down the hallway, like, Mm -hmm. to make sure she's not, like, okay, wait, where's this person at? And then she sees, like, a small, dark shadow figure sort of, like, gliding around the corner. So... fucking... Nope. Nope. That's where I quit. (laughs) So she, like, steps back, but then peeks around the corner again and sees nothing but heard another really deep sigh. And she said she's fairly certain that that was Sarah herself and was probably upset to find that people were in her favorite bedroom. I don't, yeah. <laughs> um, or in her house in general. <laughs> well, that could be argued. So my last couple points here is, um, fun fact, mm-hmm. Houdini came to the house in 1924 um, during his nationwide tour to debunk spiritualism. Oh, man. I don't think he found any proof either way on his visit. Um, But, yeah. And that's, like, one of the claims to fame. And then, of course, you know, my favorite paranormal investigator, Zach Bagans of Ghost Adventures, has visited twice. Oh, man. Not once, Um, but twice. Twice. Uh, So there's two episodes of Ghost Adventures about the uh, Winchester Mystery House. Um, Sylvia Brown, mm. my favorite, mm. most potentially fake, unfortunately, medium. Although I've heard it's hit and miss with Sylvia Brown. I'll have to talk about her. I'll have to do an episode on that. I'll have to do an episode <laughs> on her. Um, and famed medium James Von Prague, who supposedly channeled Sarah at a seance dinner... And he claimed that she expressed happiness that the house gets so many visitors. Which, I've heard some shit about James Von Prague as well. Hmm. 
And I feel like if she was a recluse in her real life, would she really want a fuck ton of people meandering I mean, she and could out? be happy unless, that the house is still there unless, and is being used. Yeah, unless she thinks, like, it'll keep the spirits at bay still. Yeah. But, yeah. And that is the brief yet long history and creepiness of the winchester mystery house i get the last 15 minutes guys no, I'm just <laughs> well we're making up for our last two episodes being only 45 minutes so you get a nice long one now from her mine's pretty short <laughs> short not short short, short. <laughs> is a i'm sorry that's disgusting so yeah i wrote these notes like fucking like six weeks ago it feels like yeah so it's been forever pardon me all right so mind you these notes are really really fucking old but and i I haven't i haven't like touched up on them this is the first time i've looked at them in like three weeks so that's gonna be a surprise for everybody yep i did mine on the lizzie borden house so a little history lesson for you why are you laughing huh why are you laughing the lizzie borden house (laughs) I wasn't. Like a fucking evil, <laughs> evil lavish who murdered her family. Oh my god. Well, not everybody knows who she is, because I asked Brian if he knew who she was, and he was like, who the fuck is that? And I was like, how do you do it? Whatever. <sighs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so, the little history of Lizzie. She was born in 1860 in Fall River, Massachusetts. Her mom, unfortunately, died a few years later. Her dad, Andrew, remarried Abby about three years after that. Um, Andrew was successful in manufacturing and real estate, so the family was well off, meaning they had some money. Um, Lizzie had a sister, Emma, and they both lived with Andrew and Abby well into adulthood. Um, the The sisters were not close to Abby at all. They speculated she was there for access to their father's money. Gold digger. Which, I don't know. Anything's possible. Yeah, I guess. I mean, how much older than her was he? I didn't look into uh, it. See, if honestly. he was like, if he was heckle older than her, then I feel like that's pretty. Obvious. I don't. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I mean, I feel like she wasn't like Lizzie's age. <laughs> no, but I feel like because their mother died so young. When they were so young, too, that, like, yeah. anybody who tried to, like... Absolutely. ...marry their father was just gonna get the shit into the stick. Like, no matter what happened. Um, alright. In August of 1892, you guys have already been forewarned, she has killed her family. Um, oh, yeah. Surprise! Spoiler alert! <laughs> In August of 1892, Andrew... And Andrew and Abby were found murdered and mutilated in their home. It is said that Abby was facing the attacker when she died. She was hit more than 17 17 times with a hatchet. Andrew was found on the couch dead, and he was struck 10 to 11 times while he had been asleep. And um, when I was reading into that... It was because of the way that his eyes were popped after he had been hit. Like, that's why they speculated he was asleep when he got killed. It was, uh, it was, it was a little intense. The fact that they had that good of forensics to know, to like, know that. Because what year was this again? Like, 1800s? 1892? Yeah, that's pretty impressive. 
disgusting but impressive i mean i mean i guess back in that day though you gotta kind of see it to like really understand it so if you got a lot of people dying or something you know like i'm but like, just, like i feel the fact like that they could if you like get hit in the head with an axe you know or whatever you get it just hit means somebody the... but it's like this. was <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Sorry, guys, you didn't even get to see that. Oh, you looked like a crash test dummy. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm picturing. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, anyway. Like the squeezable one? Yes, like yeah, the toys okay. they had yes. in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. All right. Sure. Lizzie was the first suspect to the crimes. Her stories contradicted each other and were strange. Um, police didn't check for blood-stained clothes and only peeked into her room so they did a very very minimal like search of the fucking murderer i guess like because it's like why like search the fucking house like even if you think it's her like search the fucking house and you know until you don't find anything but that's just me until dun 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 a few days later, the murder weapon was found in the basement and had been deliberately covered in dust and ash. Like, because there was, because uh. in the basement, like, when things are covered when or, like, anywhere, when things are covered in, like, just dust, like, you could tell yeah. they'd been sitting there for a while. But this one, like, looked like it had been moved and then, like, replaced. Like somebody put, yeah, and put dirt back on it. Mm-hmm. Um, officers had stayed close to the house in case a murderer came back gotta be safe just in case yeah double tap (laughs) a few days later the mayor visit visited lizzie to see there's the murderer i'm just kidding kidding. (laughs) (laughs) to see her tearing up a dress and burning it oh she said it was ruined with paint Uh uh-oh lizzie dun 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 tisk lizzie was brought to trial and they tried Oh, and they tried to figure out why she would even have committed the murders. And eventually, she was acquitted of all charges. Not enough proof. There's not enough evidence. Everything is circumstantial. Yep. And even, you know, back... Did she inherit a lot of money? I don't I don't remember. Huh? Fucking no. Hold on. I don't think so. I think her sister got everything. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Hmm. But... Her sister don't even didn't even fuck with her, so that's what it sounds like. Um, Emma and Lizzie lived with each other for a while, even though she was free. Her neighbors treated her like she was guilty. Um, in eighteen ninety seven, she was accused of shoplifting, tarnishing her name even more. Which in nineteen or in eighteen ninety seven, like shoplifting, whoo! You better not be doing that. She went and cut raided. your fingers off. Like she went and raided a Louis Vuitton. <laughs> In nice. <laughs> she just pulled a little Winona. It's all right. It's okay. It's all right. Shit happens. Um, Lizzie, or in 1905, Emma moved out and the sisters never spoke again. Lizzie died of pneumonia in 1927 and Emma died actually a few days later. Oh. But in two separate states. That's creepy. Yeah, I thought that was strange. Yeah, that's I was weird. like, uh, all right. Um, the Fall River House in Massachusetts, where the murders have happened, is now a bed and breakfast. Yep. And anyone from anywhere can stay or visit. Sure can. Please, do with that what you will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can stay in Lizzie's room. 
You can also stay in the... And in the bed that she slept in. Ew, what? Yes, they still have the furniture. okay, I guess that's not as weird because she wasn't, like, bloody. True. It's not like you're staying in the bed that somebody was, like, murdered in. It's still still creepy, though. It's still a little Still creepy that it's the original fucking bed. Yes. How uncomfortable is that thing? Yes. (laughs) That one was in all caps. (laughs) It's all creaky as fuck. And there's springs sticking out. Yeah. Ew. Okay, this was my favorite part. Oh, God. Some say that there are spectral cats. Uh, All right. (laughs) Lizzie was a cat lady. But they, like, come and go, and they, like, disappear. They're just like, bye. (laughs) Little shadow, shadow kitties. Shadow cats roaming around the fucking house. That's weird. Um, Rocking chairs move on their own. No, thank you. There are, of course, apparitions. You ready for this one? Judging by your face, no. And Lizzie still haunts the home. Oh, good. So she has stayed there. All right. She chokes guests. Sweet. In their sleep. That's because they're sleeping in her fucking bed. I'd be pissed, too. And you want to know something gross? Hmm. The bodies of Andrew and Abby were autopsied on the dining table that the guests eat on. <gasps> See, that's that's what I was talking about. Like that's where I draw the fucking line. The couch is still there too, isn't it? I think so. And like people sit on it. Well, they probably got a good ass stain removed. I hope it's like a replica. Yeah. I mean, yeah. See that. Like, visiting for the hauntings is, like, one thing, but, like, sitting on a couch where somebody was murked is, yeah. like, it's a whole other thing for me. Yeah. Or it's very sleeping f- in the bed of the murderer. Potential murderer. Or a potential murderer. I, we all know she did it. <laughs> Have you seen the Lizzie Borden, Bourdain, whatever? Bourdain. Borden. Borden. Lizzie Borden fucking Lifetime series movie thing? No. I didn't. It's terrible, but you know. Yeah, it's Lifetime. <laughs> it's Lifetime. <laughs> um, so photos have captured an om- an- fuck this Abominable? One. Abominable snowman. <laughs> Anomalies? Anomalies. <laughs> Floating by the beds. Um, noises come from inside the wardrobes. Ew. And that just makes me think of Beauty and the Beast. Because <laughs> the wardrobe is just so happy. <laughs> um, you can hear footsteps and laughter. Nice. And you can hear the laughter of Lizzie from the morning of the murders. Oh, look. Nobody was there <laughs> to experience that. Nobody's like, oh, yeah, that's definitely... Her maniacal laughter after she fucking whacked her dad in the head with an axe. Get out of here. That is some shit. <laughs> that's uh, creepy as fuck, though, but it's definitely... Could you imagine just, like, this maniacal laugh? No. Like, by the couch wanna... that you're fucking sitting I'm on? I'm not gonna sit on that couch. <laughs> would never sit on that couch. Like, no, thank you. Or eating at the fucking dining table. <laughs> there better be a tablecloth on that motherfucker. It's just... I'll just I'll put my plate in my lap. Just sit in a corner. Do you think up. there's like blood stains on it? Because it's know, wood. They might have sanded it out. 
I guess. It's a really thin know. table then. Like, I'm, I mean, I don't know. It's like a hundred years old now. It was probably made out of real wood, though. So yeah. you'd actually oh, probably have some room to work with. Oh, okay. It's not like nowadays where everything's like fake wood. Yeah. Particle board. Um, Sawdust with glue. People have also been touched by an unseen hand while they are sleeping. Well, Tugged on all the fun things. Choked out. Like, I don't want to be touched. Could you imagine, like, just sleeping there? Like, not even no. in her bedroom or on the couch. <laughs> like, could you... I'm going to sleep on the floor in the hallway. It's the least disrespectful place to sleep. Like, could you imagine, like, staying there and, like, you're sleeping and all of a sudden it's like... <laughs> <laughs> noise you're gonna hear <laughs> that was kaylin mocking being choked and it sounded like a fucking demon <laughs> i watched an episode of uh, buzzfeed unsolved and they stayed in the room so her oh, stepmother God, no. her stepmother was killed That's in her room in their room yeah and was like on the side of the bed mm-hmm. and then there's two beds in there now that you can i don't I mean Mm-mm. i don't know if maybe there was before the time of one bed and they had two twins that they scooched together on the fun nights or something. I don't know. <laughs> you can stay in that room. It was just in Lizzie's bed or something. And so, you. And so... That's what she killed. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a joking matter. No, it's not. Uh, we're going to hell. I've um, already been accepted. Uh, but yeah, they stayed in that room where the oh, no. the stepmother was oh, found man. and they did not sleep. I, I bet. Oh Oof. man, could you imagine though like hearing like the moans of her dying? Nope. Or like, you know, I don't want I don't nope. I don't want to know what that sounds like. Man, I already have too much anxiety. <laughs> That's the very very brief story of the Lizzie Borden house. Oh, that was it. Yeah, they clumped it really all together because it was... It... Well, I mean, it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. I mean, I definitely... I know they say that all of the evidence is completely circumstantial and there was, like, literally no smoking gun to, like... Yeah. Pinpoint it on her. But, I mean... Come on. And the I'm sure there only had to... other suspect that they had, but wasn't even really a suspect, was, like, their mother's brother... Uh, who had like come in and but he like came to visit the girls all the time yeah you know like he wasn't he and business and shit with their with their dad because i think he worked for their dad or some shit like that but it's like but they he never left angry which was the thing like he never once like walked out of that house like in a such a rage that you could pinpoint him for it too i could i mean i could definitely understand it being Lizzie for sure and I also think about like I feel like back then you know before like modern medicine and you know understanding of psychosis like not only no not that but like understanding of like like illnesses and shit Mm -hmm. like a lot of people died they get tuberculosis and die they get a cut on their finger and it gets infected and they die like you know what I mean so it's like I know that's like 1890s so it's a bit later, but I feel like because people passed away mm-hmm. kind of often and then they remarried, I feel like the brother wouldn't 
be like so angry that oh my sister oh, died and no, you remarried. No, you know what exactly. I mean? But I could see where Lizzie would be like, oh yeah, you fucking remarried. Um, hold on a second. All right. So, yeah. Um. Oh, cute. Perfect timing. Yep. Perfect. Uh, sorry, we had to cut. I had to answer the phone. Oh, yep. So, anyways, cutting to nerd talk for like five uh, seconds. Yes. Guess what I took Brittany to do for her birthday? <laughs> we saw House of Gucci. We saw House of Gucci. It's a long ass fucking movie. It was it, almost three hours long. It was a really good ass fucking movie, though. It was good, though. I liked it. I heard a lot of people were like, and I'm like, it's probably because it wasn't fucking action packed enough, but I thought it was a very good mix of like history with Hollywood and drama. But yeah, I I mean, it was good. It kept me entertained the whole time. I didn't even realize how long it was until it Mm -hmm. got over and I was like, holy shit. And then add, you know, tack on 30 minutes of freaking previews on that. It was like, we were there forever. But it was entertaining enough that I didn't realize how long it actually was. Yeah. And the fact that, like, Jared Little weirds me out, but, like, you can't even tell it's him. No. And it's kind of weird. Little Al Pacino, he's so cute. Little old man. Especially when he hugs fucking. I loved it. It, Yeah. (laughs) It was, it was, it was good. It was good. I liked it. Um, I can see why the Gucci family is, like, sassy about it, but it happened i mean maybe not exactly like that but yeah but it happened and that's the first time i had been in the movie theater since before the panini that's pretty impressive i took the kids to see cruella oh yeah that's right but before that it was frozen yeah too that was pre-panini yep yeah we saw Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. and then and Frozen, Frozen 2, and then and the then Panini. That was it. Panoramic. Panorama. But yeah, so we recommend it. Plus, you know, get your little Adam Driver fix. Mm-hmm. And Lady Gaga And Lady fix. Gaga. And Lady mm-hmm. Gaga. She actually, you know what, I... I loved her. I loved her in that. I oh, yeah. I thought she did a fantastic job. She did a phenomenal job. And she's, yeah, she's definitely, like, one of the most enjoyable things about that movie, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, she always surprises me. Every time I see her act in something, I'm like, oh, Lady Gaga, like, and I love her. Mm-hmm. And I'm down. But I'm always, like, blown away. I'm like, oh, God, wow, she can act. Like, she's yeah. very talented. Because some people can't... Like, some people are, like, can't hop almost line. too, like, robotic or, yeah. like, cheesy or something or like, too expressive. But she, she's great. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. What else? I don't feel like that's... I feel like mm. I don't have anything else for nerd No, talk. that was pretty much it. I've been was... waiting to tell people we saw I know. that. <laughs> I've been telling everybody. <laughs> Rochelle's always like, oh, i seen your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> we were scrolling through, like, she said she was scrolling through trying to find a movie to watch. She's like, and then we saw something with your boyfriend in it. <laughs> that's <laughs> a little funny. Oh man! All right, guys. Well, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta go do homely duties now. We gotta go do stuff. Um, <laughs> so you got a nice long episode out of us, and we are back on our bullshit. So we will be back to normal. No more weeks off, hopefully. Um, you can uh, follow us on Instagram at the Creep End Pod. That is where I do most of my interacting. So if you want to DM us there, leave comments. 
whatever you want to do, I will reply. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, but I still have not posted there. You can email us uh, at thecreepinpodcast at gmail.com. You can, um, you know, request stories now that we are leaving it up to chance. You mm-hmm. can uh, request something. You can uh, message us your stories if you'd like us to share them on your behalf. We'd be more than happy to do that. Um, yeah. So that's about it for the spiel. So we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.